Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange to do and welcome into more important issues it is wednesday september 2nd we're in september which means we are 26 days from football season 24 24 now 24 now 27 yeah i'm confused now i'm all lost but we're getting we're getting closer sec schedule is almost here big Ten's trying to play catch up nothing's new um it's good it's good to balls are back sec football is almost back college football is back it's it's getting there um, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'm ready. I'm just not mentally there, which is weird because football technically would have started this week. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous. Like, so, I'm getting to that point where I'm nervous. I think for so long, I just talked myself out of, there's not going to be a season, there's not going to be a season. And now it's here, and I'm like, oh, crap. So, got to get ready. I hope <laughs> I hope the team is more mentally prepared than I am, or it could be a long season. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm usually, I'm usually very mentally prepared. I'm usually up on game days before anybody. I'm thinking of, like, how we're going to tailgate, what we're going to do, where we're going to be at. So I need to start, I guess I need to start working out those logistics and then that'll get me in the flow. There you um, go. That, yeah. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, because we are going to be tailgating. Uh, someone tweeted at me and was like, Caleb, weren't they banned? Can't, can't stop me from doing that. I'm can't sorry. stop, won't stop. Can't, no. You can't, <laughs> arrest, you can't arrest us all. Exactly. If you are, you're going to need a bigger paddy wagon. That's all, mm-hmm. that's all I'll say. Um, we are, we are excited for UT football. Even got a little bit of preseason news. Uh, in terms of a 2022 commit, 20, 2021 commit that flipped uh, from flip, Auburn. Flip. Yeah, you. I mean, what's up with this? I, what's up with this Auburn war going on? I love it. It's hadn't it felt just like a clash the last this last recruiting class or since tournament? Peru's taken over. I guess since Peru's taken because yeah, eighteen. I mean, it's he might not cheer for Alabama anymore, but he still hates <laughs> Auburn, which I love. Yeah, which I love. I feel like that's any Tennessee fan. If they had to cheer for another team, they're still going to hate Alabama. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, we are going to talk about Jamarian Gucci's flip. He is just right down the road, too. So you, I feel like that if you were going to go and recruit him, you needed to beat out Auburn. Yeah, it's. I mean, it just makes a, a ton of sense for him. I mean, he, he lives on King's Academy's campus. Yeah. Um, so anytime you get a local kid, it's huge. Um, but this guy's. A big one for a number of reasons. For a number, we'll talk about him, and we'll also give you some more recruiting updates. Uh, maybe not just maybe not just football either. Maybe some more from around the from around UT's campus, uh, or at least mention them. Jalen Hyatt getting some preseason honors and going to hopefully live up to the hype. I believe in it. I'm I am bought in on the Jalen Hyatt hype. I am too. Speed kills, man. Real excited. Speed kills. Just I mean, if nothing else, just let him run. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, game times for the first three weeks were announced. Or first three games. So first, so there's three games. They're not the first three. Oh, games. that's right. They weren't. Yeah. I don't know why I thought of them like that. Yeah, it's, I, it's weird that they didn't. They did the first two, and then they did 
and then a random one. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I guess I was just, yeah, okay. You're right. So three games randomly spread out across three weeks, but not this, not consecutive three weeks. Uh, and then we're going to talk about some Tennessee football and what could be some key differences this year. I'm, I'm get, I am in that. I am in terms of getting close to season. I'm starting to talk my way into feeling good about the team. I'm, yeah. I'm that part of. So I guess I'm getting there. So I, I kind of want to look at like what's different in this team than it was a year ago. Like, There's definitely because we're past the Georgia State anniversary, <laughs> if you will. Um, so what, what is different in this team now than that team? We can't get beat by a non-power five this year. That's exactly. the good news. Yeah. That's true. the good news. So true, that th- that kind of letdown will not replicate itself. I'll yeah, say. there's only like two games that if you lose, they're like, oh man, that's a terrible loss. Yeah, you're that you're you're right about that. But they're not non-power five. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> at least good. they're in the SEC. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then we got some uh, some of our segments. Florida man, stupidity. They kind of run together, but mm-hmm. you get it. Yeah. One's from Florida. The rest are not given that uh, excuse of being from the state of Florida. Right. So we'll, we'll do all that. Um, let's, let's kick it off with Jamarian Gooch. And before we talk about this player, I do want to mention, cause we, uh, we're not a high school football show, but we're a show that loves high school football. What about Kings Academy this year? Dude. What's going on? They're good. They got I mean, it. They got they, it rolling on Boyd's Creek. They're just improving. Yeah. Every year. And they're making it count this year. Oh, they're absolutely. taking out all the severe County teams. Seymour, <laughs> GP. A GP was supposed to be pretty, I mean, I guess they may have a season ahead of them. They could still be very solid. Um, but yeah, Kings Academy getting getting plenty of big wins. It looks like they've got a lot of talent out there. I was um, scrolling through Jamarian Gucci's Twitter account on Tuesday and or Monday, one or the other, and uh, he had retweeted one of his teammates' highlights. I can't even remember his name right now. Pretty solid athlete. So they've I, got I some talent. What, uh, one of the kids um, was up for Player of the Week. He had like two hundred something yards and like six touch. Or four touchdowns, maybe? Well, I think they've got a kid that is getting looks from other Power 5 schools. I think he's got, like, an offer, for, or at least getting some attention from Arizona State. Okay. And then I'm sure some others will probably roll cool. in, too, as that happens. So, yeah, some pl- plenty of talent. Uh, but let's. Well, we are here to talk about three-star Jamarian Gooch. 6'8", 328, is that the right? So, 247 has him as 6'7 358 pounds. 58, okay. That's a big kid. So, large and in charge. Um... But with this kid, you're like, okay, he's big, but how how can he move? He's actually pretty athletic, um, and, and and moves pretty quick to be that big. Right. Um, now the thing with him, I mean, he he's a three star, um, you know, plays at Kings Academy, not a prominent high school, no. um, but you can't coach size, right? And, and it's a guy that you're not going to rely on him to come in and play right away. Now, if he does, great, but you don't have to have him come and play right away. You got Wanya Morris. You got Darnell Wright at those tackles positions. He can come in and learn. I feel like he's a raw talent um, with a ton of potential. And I just think it makes sense that he's able to just come in. You're not having a, like Wanya Morris last year. He needed to come in and, and play right away. I mean, really, you especially later on in the season, you needed both Darnell Wright and Wanya Morris yeah. to start. Yeah. So uh, you don't have that. You have um, – some bodies there where you're not having to rely on somebody to come in and play right away. Uh, but th- this is just huge. His family's going to be able to come watch him play. And, uh, you know, I- I'm super excited. Anytime you get a local kid, it's big. Right. And, and Tennessee is not going to have a 280-pound tackle um, yes. anymore. That's just not going to be. And Pruitt 
hates Auburn. So we're continuing to whoop Auburn's ass in recruiting, and it's great. Love you, it. You love to see it. He uh, the the thing too about Jamarian Gooch, you mentioned that he's he's a big big kid, but his ability to move is, is very impressive. Um, play play some uh, defense too. Yeah, he does play some defense, and I don't know if it's more telling about how slow a, the quarterback was from. I'm not gonna not gonna pick on anybody, but he ran the quarterback down outside the uh, uh you know going sideline to sideline a couple times on Friday night. Yeah, that's a lot of body to to lay on somebody. So I'd be running a lot faster where that kid isn't laying on top of me at the end of the play. Right. I I definitely yeah. You're 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 running from something in that scenario. Uh, I do like his aggressiveness too because you, you mentioned size is not something you can coach. Neither is aggressiveness. Yeah. You're either. You're either the Trey Smith that wants to go out and just absolutely annihilate people any chance you get. When when it's a run play and he's able to go forward, he goes head hunting, mm-hmm. and it's and sometimes he's picking on the smaller guys. But when you're six eight, everyone's smaller than you, so you might as well just hit the first person you see. Yeah, just I mean, got to get stronger. They're only going to get bigger from there. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, so, but I, I love his aggressiveness, especially on run plays. Um, eh. And it's probably a little bit. You probably got to get coached because it's harder to pass block and then run block. Because run block, it's kind of go see the guy, go get the guy, destroy him. Yeah, <laughs> um, pass block can be a little bit more. He's definitely got some room to work there. But like you said, the good news, don't need him right away. So it, it, it's time. It's some. You, it's it's not going to be trial by fire for him at Tennessee. Yep. Uh, he's coming in in a better situation than Donald Rott and Wanya Morris. But they were also more talented, probably more talented guys. At least yeah. the way the scouts yeah. say see it coming in. Yeah, yeah, they're they're more more polished coming in. Right. Um, where he's more of like like a raw talent. I, I was impressed with his footwork though. I was impressed like because when you look at a six eight, I'll give you I'll give you the extra half inch six eight three fifty eight guy. You don't expect to see good footwork, but his is his is good. Yeah, and. You know, this Pruitt, since he's been here, has recruited raw guys and, and turned them into, you know, Malachi Wadman is a raw talent. T. Mark, we talked about T. That Martin today. mentioned that today. Um, Roman Harrison played defensive, basically nose guard, um, and is playing outside linebacker. He was a raw talent. So, um, they're, they're, I think they like the projects. They, they like to develop and mold guys how they want them develop the mold yeah and it's it's probably something you kind of focus on right now where especially when you talk talk about where tennessee's at as a program you're not necessarily going to go out and get all the four or five star polished guys yeah uh so you've got to kind of i I think they do like it a little bit of of, because they know they know clearly that you can't coach these things you can't coach the size the speed um the aggressiveness the just ball skills um you either have them or those kind of things you have or you don't there's other things you can coach uh, so yeah, I, I think they do. I think they do look for uh, the the skill over or the talent over kind of the skill. They know they can coach the skill. The talent though is you got it or you don't, um, mm-hmm. and that's something they they hold you know in high esteem. Yep. In position of need, um, wanted to get another offensive lineman. Only had one uh, prior to Gucci's commitment uh, with Colby Smith, but both humongous guys, huge. So your average um, average offensive line commits. Are a seven or six seven and a fourth and three hundred twenty six and a half pounds. Oh, breaking down the four, going going down like break really breaking that down for us. Huh? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's your that's your average. So that's not bad. Um, offensive tackles coming in here. No, not bad. I mean, I, I feel bad for Marcus Tatum, but he was two eighty playing. He was starting tackle for us. It's not fair. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there, at that point, you're playing some defensive ends that are bigger than you. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And if you played high school football we, as an offensive lineman against a good defensive end, you know what it feels like to play a guy that gets to just run at you without really anywhere, to, really much direction to go, but he's also bigger than you. Yeah, it's not Dylan, fun. Dylan Brooks, I think, is 250. Um, so, I mean, he's almost yeah. as big as, right. as some of those guys. Yeah, so big. Gooch is big. I think that's going to be a fan favorite. Maybe if they do some custom jerseys, I feel like that last name on the back will, will probably be a – I was actually uh, very, very disappointed that he's not a skill position player because oh. you need that, you know, touchdown, Jamarian Gooch, and the whole crowd. Hey, Gooch. Maybe, maybe they give it to him. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> There's, they need a short yardage back. Maybe, exactly. Maybe that's what they're recruiting for. Exactly. So, yeah, that – I think uh, – was it Poole? They announce his name, Pool, and then you have the Bruce. Yeah, of course. So Gooch would have been a great one to Gooch. Yeah, that would have been nice yep. to hear in Neyland Stadium when you get fans back. Big Gooch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gross. That. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't like that one. I don't like that nickname. We'll find another nickname. Yeah, you just. Yeah, I was trying to think. Like nothing really rhymes with Pooch. I mean, you don't want to do that. Nothing <laughs> rhymes with. I don't. Know, we'll think of one. We'll think of one. Definitely. Definitely. Maybe just Gooch. I mean, I don't. I like it. I think Gooch is a great last name, and it could also – it sounds like a nickname. So I it think sounds like, a, like a, a dog's name. Gooch the Pooch? You're stuck on this pooch, aren't you? <laughs> That's the only thing that rhymes with it. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have a good vocabulary, so I, I can't – I don't know. I'm lost on that one. Mooch. Mooch does, There too. you go. You're right. I think there's other things besides O-O-C-H that you could – you could find that wrong. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I do want to mention though that uh, Jamarian Gooch also had plenty. It played plenty of Power Five offers: Tennessee, Auburn, Georgia, Oregon, Iowa State, uh, South Carolina, Ole Miss, and there were a few others too. But those are some notable ones that it offered him, and then obviously flipped his commitment from Auburn. <laughs> Take that, Gus. I think Auburn was one of the early Power Five schools that offered him. Yeah, so he committed back uh, to them back in April. Okay. Um, Tennessee stayed on him. I mean, that's. Yeah, he initially picked Auburn over Tennessee. Well, I think Georgia offered him in like August, like very recently. I can find that out. I think they did. I could be Georgia wrong. Georgia offered August first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thought so. Thought so. So yeah, I, I like that get. Um, huge. Literally huge. Literally. Um, more recruiting updates though. Yeah. So Tennessee um, wants to add more offensive linemen, um, and there is one that's. Um, maybe in the works. He's supposed to announce his commitment on Friday. That's William Parker Griffin. I think it's William Parker Griffin. William Parker. Um, at a Pearl Cone. So another in-state big lineman. Um, he's listed at 6'5", 325 pounds. That's another. We're talking about um, high school football. They are Pearl Cone is one of the best um, in three A. So they might. I think that's who Alcoa played in the state championship right. last year. Yeah, I believe you're right. And that is Firebird. Is that Elijah Simmons? Elijah Simmons, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's supposed to pick between Tennessee and Alabama. Um, Tennessee is at their limit at 25. I don't think it's going to stop them from recruiting. No. Um, it's not really crunch time. You have a whole season to play. Um, so just keep recruiting, and then, you know, the numbers will work themselves out. I also want to know how will, like, blue is it blue shirts? Blue or gray, gray shirts. shirts. How will those work since no one's probably going to be allowed to take an official visit? Before the early signing period in December, can anybody be blue shirt eligible if they haven't taken an official visit yet? Because that was one of the that's I know that's one of the requirements. Yeah, I mean probably. And I think it may have to be with how many miles away from the 
campus. So like Gooch may would maybe be a if he hadn't taken an official could possibly be a blue shirt candidate. Hmm. Is that will those rules change with nobody really being allowed to take an official visit? I mean that's something to to look at. Um, but I don't know. The NCAA's just gotta they're gonna have to fix a ton. Well, yeah, it's gonna be a mess when you talk about all these players who will be. I don't think they fix the twenty five rule. I think that stays. Right, right. But you're also gonna have to fix this. You are gonna have to fix the scholarship rule. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where they're gonna get into some issues. I'm I'm curious to see how they handle it because if you do blue shirt, that all that really does is push it back to the next class. Mm-hmm. So you've got to figure. I mean, so the scholarships still have to be at eighty five. That's something you have to figure out. Yep. I think the 85 will probably be up to maybe 95. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, your 25 is going to be your – I feel like it will probably just be 85 except for the seniors. So, if a senior decides to take a year of eligibility, it will not count against your 85 scholarship limit. Wouldn't that make the most sense? That wouldn't make the most sense. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. But it would also be difficult. Would it? No. Because well, like if they're – like if Garantano – What about Garantano, Jr.? May and may that's that's what I was trying to think of then. Okay. Um, so like yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they handle it because they've got a mess. I mean, they've got a mess on their hands, and they don't have. It seems like they can't make any decisions. Exactly. Even the easy ones. So the hard decisions are going to be that much harder. Yep. Um, also, I mean, like we mentioned, Tennessee is going to keep recruiting guys like Amarius Mims, um, Nylon Green, Smell London, Tyrion Ingram, Dawkins. Uh, Rod or William Parker, those guys are going to have a spot probably. Yeah, um, those will be the committee. And you're not going to get all all those. You're you're just not. That, that's not the way recruiting doesn't always go that way. Right. Um, yeah. 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 Well, I was about to say, you're, there's a chance. There is a chance. <laughs> I mean, if, if Tennessee goes out and and wins every game, <laughs> like we're going to talk ourselves into exactly here in the next couple weeks. I've already done um, it. <laughs> then we might get all of them, but. Uh, you know, th- those guys are going to have a spot, and, you know, you-, you make the numbers work later on. When is Mims set to commit? Because he pushed it back, correct? Was it like September 19th? It's October something. Okay. It was pushed back, though. Wasn't it supposed to be pretty soon or even maybe past the original I- commitment I date? I say 14th. Okay, September 14th. Or, um, no, October 14th. October 14th, and then he – but did he push it back at one point or no? I thought I remember Maybe. That. I- that's, that's where it's at now. Okay. Gotcha. It's – I'm exactly I'm excited. I'm curious date. to see where that goes. I feel like Tennessee kind of put on October fourteenth. Yeah, kind of put on a late push and see see what happens. I don't know if moving it back helps or hurts Tennessee, but I'm mean, at least I'm at least interested. Yeah, I mean he, he's a guy like even if they have five offensive linemen already, they're going to take him. And you should. And you, you, should. you can't pass up a kid, kid like that. So they're going to make room for you know some of those guys, and uh, you know they'll they'll work out what they need. It's it, it's fine. Jeremy Pruitt's going to be playing chess later on. That's fine. Hopefully he's been practicing. I like it. What about uh, the Vols offering um, – is it a Clemson guy? I don't know. Could you call him that? Trevor e- Etienne? Etienne. I can never so, say yeah, his, his name. Uh, brother is Travis Etienne at yes. Clemson. Yep. Um, he rushed for 2,300 yards his sophomore year of high school. Oh, wow. And 31 touchdowns. I know – Travis was a Tennessee fan. I don't know how much of a Tennessee fan his brother was, but well, we'll see. I guess um, I don't. I I don't know what classification he plays in. He's a four star right now. He's a junior in high school mm-hmm. and rushed for. I do know he rushed for twenty three hundred yards in one season. Yeah, and it's September first was yesterday, so that's that can't be right. That has to be his overall yards, right? Twenty three hundred yards. That's Derrick Henry, right? That's. I mean, that's like two hundred yards a game. I I know. <laughs> 
I mean, I, what was? I, I feel like Ty Chandler was up there, like maybe, with, like that maybe that's course. why we were excited, that excited about Ty Chandler. <laughs> I mean, that's that's stupid. Eric Gray, I'm sure, was up there too. Golly, all right, I'm gonna have to find some Trevor. Oh my gosh, that if that is, you gotta go get that kid <laughs> now. <laughs> Sign him tomorrow, and you all are gonna go. That's not allowed. I don't care. Do it. Yeah, September first, I guess. Coaches um, at the power or the division one level can um, get in contact. They can't call, but they can like DM and message and stuff like that. Interesting. Um, juniors in high school, so the, it's kind of the uh, I guess official start of their recruitment, officially unofficial. Gotcha. So that's why you saw all those um, edits and stuff going around. Basically, yeah. they just send that to. Okay, guys. It looks like yeah, that's probably his total yardage over his career. But this is Max Preps, and you just never know what's on Max. Yeah, Preps. Max Preps is trash. It looks like he had a thousand yards in his one of the years. That might have been his freshman year, though. I don't know. See, I because he's just a junior. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. What? What? Ty Simpson. I mean, we needed some Ty Simpson. A lot of people like Ty Simpson, and I get it. I mean. So, um, Eric Gray's junior year, he ran for 3,151 yards. That is stupid. He ran for over 8,000 yards in his high school career. That's dumb. (laughs) And 124 touchdowns. How? How is that possible? (laughs) How is that possible? There's teams that won't score 124 touchdowns in four years. Yeah. <laughs> where is where did Eric Gray play again? Uh, starts with an L. Lusain, Lusain, Lusain. Yeah, that's like that. I don't know. Yeah, that was his sophomore year. He rushed for 2,300 yards. That is stupid, dude. Yep. Golly, go get 124. Tu- I can't. Re- I mean. It's- I had like four touchdowns in high school. <laughs> I mean, that's close. Yeah, you're, mean, on, you, you're on the way. You probably had something close to that too, right? I think I only had like two or three. Two, two. I, I didn't have you a lot. lot of field goals though. I had a lot of field. Hey, <laughs> it kids, listen here, listen close. If you want to score points, don't try to be the guy running or catching touchdowns. Unless you're Eric Gray. Unless you're Eric Gray, <laughs> be the guy kicking them. Most points. Think about if you were the kicker that got to kick. How for 124 touchdowns? Outdoor, but you got to be close to like the. The points record, right? No, they were. I mean, because there were a couple years that they scored a lot of points mm. that I was not a part of that team. <laughs> but you got to be like top ten. I got to be. Got to be. <laughs> Imagine the guy that gets to kick behind 124 you touchdowns. Should add that to your uh, Twitter bio. All time point leader. Just make that <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. Or I was gonna say top ten point <laughs> yeah, leader. Top ten point leader. Somewhere <laughs> in the top ten. I don't know when I'm top ten. But yeah. the, the kicker for Lucian. Lu- 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 you kicked at least, at minimum, 124 times. You got 124 points right there, thanks to Eric Gray. Yeah. Well, and your holder, and don't forget your holder and long snapper. You got to thank them, too. But, yeah, that's a free That's free 124 points. He's got to be top 10. Got to be top 10 <laughs> behind Eric Gray. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying, kids. Kickers, you get the glory at some point. Maybe not every game, but you get the glory at some point. Play the long game, Harry. Play the long game. If you want to know how many points that actually is, 124 touchdowns is 744 points. That's stupid. Yeah, he's definitely got to be the all-time. <laughs> got to be. 
There are no kickers catching that. I don't think that team kicked field goals. They probably did. I would. Extra points only. Um, guys, I, I do want to tell you guys about our sponsors. Go check out Tennessee Tap House and um, Hound Dogs. They make this show possible, so go give them a shout-out. Um, also, tell us where you're listening from. We got yeah. one from Reddington, California. Or Redding, oh, Redding so California. Sorry. Raymond Lowry's from Redding, California. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. I haven't had YouTube up this whole time. If you commented, I apologize. Um, thank you all for listening, though. I do have Twitter and YouTube now pulled up. So if you have any questions, make sure you drop them in the chat. Whatever y'all have. Whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, we're here. Let's, let's talk. We're here for uh, y'all. Baseball. Before we get out of recruiting, baseball, the number 19 class yeah. uh, in 2020. I guess the final rankings. I'm telling you, there's a race between basketball, ladies, and men. Because mm-hmm. they're both recruiting. Um, football and baseball. Put together, who's going to have the best recruiting class? I'm happy for them all, but guys, basketball's one. Hey, we'll right send now. you a more important issue sticker if if you win. If you if for you, the coaches. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, if they win, if who win? Okay, yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I know they're listening. Jeremy Pruitt's actually listened to the show. He has, and um, if you're listening right now, let me call play in the f- second quarter of the Kentucky game this year. Swing, Vanderbilt game. Vanderbilt game. Swing pass. No, any I will call the I'll be like opposite of swing pass. What is that? Don't know, but it's not a swing pass. It's probably like a counter. That'd be kind of the opposite. It, well, if it's a passing, if it's still oh, got to be passing. a pass play, I imagine it's just a vertical route. Mm. I feel like that would be the opposite. Yeah. Or if you want it to look similar, I guess a wheel route. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't see. I don't know how to define the opposite of a swing pass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Just don't run a swing pass. Yeah. Don't throw it at all. Maybe sack might be the – taking a sack might be the opposite. We tried that. Maybe don't do that. We tried that. It didn't work. <laughs> we tried that before. Uh, I'm just – yeah, just let me celeb, celeb – JG over the top. Huh? JG over the top. I'm calling that for sure. <laughs> uh, just let me get a let me get a little celeb call. Second quarter of the Vanderbilt game. It'll be a meaningless down. Kentucky or Vanderbilt? You got pick Van- I'm Vanderbilt. I decided okay. Vanderbilt. Kentucky might be decent. That's a way. It's fine. I'll go to Nashville. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. What? I mean, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking, because those tickets will be cheap, and it'll probably be the only game we have to go to. Should we go to the Vanderbilt game this year? Gross. Yeah, we could. I, I mean, I feel like we should. Nashville is open, so we could go out after, because they don't give a shit what's going on. <laughs> like, they don't, you don't have to wear masks there. Just do it. I'm sure Kung Fu and... Uh, That's actually where Corona originated. Yeah. Uh, right next to the ski ball. I guess is it Kung Fu and it's not winners Razzles? and losers. <laughs> What's Razzles? Oh, it sounds like a strip club. <laughs> it does sound like a. I feel like Razzles is somewhere down in Nashville. <laughs> no, that was Daytona. I think it's not a. It, was it? No, it wasn't a strip club. It was a. It was a club. Oh okay. Oh, they had the free. Uh, no, that wasn't Razzles. Whiskey. It coke? was the club. The nasty club. Ugh, that was gross. Yeah, like your foot. Like you were like. Pilling your shoes off the yeah, floor. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah, one of those. Uh, Barnwell, South, Car- South Carolina. There you go. I was thinking about Daytona, Florida. And that place is gross. Very gross. <laughs> it's gross. I've been more times than I'm proud to admit. Yeah. I've had fun each time, but I'm not proud. I've been twice. I think I've been three or four times. Dang. Yeah. You're a regular. <laughs> I am. I mean, they know me. They know me in Daytona. Uh, they have my drinks ready when I walk into Razzles. Yeah, they uh, do like the um, 
hurricane siren when, when you're coming into town. Exactly. <laughs> Get them prepared. Get those city limits. They start going off. Hey, here's all I know. If I'm Amcom plays, uh, Nashville's going to have to install some tornado sirens because they're going to be in a whirlwind when we throw up 60 points. Because I'm not, I'm not playing this setup game where we run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, then throw it. We are spreading the field five wide. We got speed, baby. We're using it. We're running at them. Yeah, I like it. At, uh, I'm probably going to have to make a QB change, I'd imagine, <laughs> to do that. But Just throw it to the furthest guy. I mean, that's that's, fine that's what I did when I was little playing video games. Furthest guy that, gets the ball. That actually dunk. brings up a good point. Did you see the t- – I think it's called QB Luck that tweeted out who's your most dominant college football player when on NCAA. Who'd you use? Probably Robert Griffin is one that I can remember the most. Also, he used to play with South Carolina. And so Jadavian Clowney was mm. a freaking monster. So I think it was, I think the one I dominated with the most, like I go play people online and they would get fed up because it was so easy. It was Pat White from West Virginia. Okay. Because it nobody could stop him. Yeah. So. That's kind of offense I'm running. Give me some speed. We're going. Let's get it. We're running. Ugh, West Virginia's terrible though. Speaking of speed, Jalen Hyatt. That's Jaylen the guy. That, that's the guy that's touching the ball a couple times a game for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And for him to not be an early enrollee, which I guess it didn't really mean anything. Right. Um, but he wasn't even on campus. He's been on campus for, like, what, a couple Since, a I guess, month. June. Yeah, a couple months. Yeah. Um, getting recognized. Preseason freshman All-American by 247 Sports. Yep. That's huge. I mean, for, for him to not be, like, he's not like a – he wasn't an Eric Gilbert or Darnell Washington. He wasn't a five-star recruit. He was um, we kind of just – Took him under the nose of South Carolina, and uh, and he didn't go back on his commitment. No, that, that that was that was huge. To just roll in there, steal one, and then get a kid that's probably going to be, if not starting, he's going to contribute a lot. I think it's helped that his family has just seemed to be all ball. <clears throat> yes, since that, like you said, he committed kind of pretty, you know, fairly early on, mm-hmm. and stuck with that commitment. I, I think it's just been his. Mom and dad, especially his dad, his dad's been very vocal about how much they like what Jeremy Pruitt's doing at Tennessee. And everything I've heard about him, they're like, yeah, he's fast, super fast. But they, like, they didn't expect him to be such a great route runner, such a complete receiver when he got to Tennessee. Um, but everything I'm hearing, they think he's like, oh, my God, we struck gold. Well, that's fantastic because what I, one thing I did want to talk about, if Jalen Hyatt lives with the hype, even close to the hype of a freshman All-American, not only is that great for Tennessee, hopefully what that means, too, is he's hopefully the second receiver for Tennessee all season. And hopefully that means there's someone better than him. And everyone does expect Josh Palmer to be better. I mean, he's been here longer. Um, He's obviously a good receiver. If we're able to have a freshman All-American and Josh Palmer on the field, I will feel very good about where Tennessee's at offensively. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think people will kind of switch around a little bit, but – JG seems to be like most comfortable throwing it to the slot. So whoever that is, and I'd imagine it would be a guy like Jalen Hyatt who has that speed and you can use in mismatches. Yeah, and I like um, what T. Martin said today. He said we start every receiver the hard, at the hardest position. And that was in the on the inside. Yeah, in the slot. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is, that is the hard. There's so much going on. You know, you got to worry about on the outside. You worry about a corner and a safety usually. Yeah. But at the slot, you got to worry about those safeties. You got to worry about linebackers yep. um, and everything like that. So, yeah, blocking linebackers at the slot freaking sucks. Unless you're Jawan Jennings. <laughs> Unless you're Jawan Jennings. And, and it's, it is your civic duty to crack yeah. block a linebacker. You're old. <laughs> There's, oh, King's Academy 
uh, they the highlight I watched of that one kid, he ran a pump back, and there were like seven crackback blocks, which are no longer allowed in TWSLA, but I was like, those are freaking awesome. Did they the punter, flags? No, and the, the punter didn't get cracked back. Uh, but he got annihilated, and he just laid there for a second. And he did one of those where you kind of grab your face mask and get, you know, just kind of orient yourself. He's like. <laughs> there was one in the South Bowl game that a kid just came back. Like a receiver. Didn't block his guy, but came back and blocked another <laughs> one and just ear-holed him. They called they full flag? Oh, yeah. There was like eight flags. <laughs> All of them just like, I heard something. I got, it's got <laughs> Every single one of them was just like. <laughs> The guy, across the, the guy across the field doesn't even know what's going on. He's like, I heard it. It sounded bad. It's just throw yeah. the flag. I hate that they're just like, they just kind of toss it. I wish they would just oh. chuck the flag. I love it when the play is kind of like far away from the guy making the call, and it's a spot foul, so he's got to try to get it to the spot. So he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hits a player in the helmet. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, those are my those are my favorite ones. Um, let's talk about these games. Well, I mean, unless you have anything else for Jen Hyde or, I guess, the receiver receiving group no i'm good pretty interesting to hear them talk about how they've kind of had to prepare depth wise because i mean with so COVID, you want to talk about the kind of the practice notes i guess and what we heard a, a little bit from i was gonna wait until we talk about the differences because i have one kind of for every position okay yeah we can do okay. that yeah let's do that um yeah just because i figured we'll, we'll be talking about that anyways okay here in a minute um but game times for this year first game seven thirty. SEC Network, though. So, who's on? Do you know who's on SEC? Or ESPN? Sorry. I don't know. I guess. LSU, Mississippi State? Is that that slot? Or is that, no, that's CBS. That is CBS. It's uh, Alabama and Missouri play at 7 o'clock on ESPN. How stupid. Got to get Nick Saban his primetime hours. Yep. Primetime looks. Got to. Um, play 730 uh, at South Carolina. I like it. Yeah, night good game. atmosphere. Open up in the night game. Um, and it's something like, it's not going to be, it's going to be hot, but it's not going to be blistering hot. It's true. Um, so that's, you probably won't see a band member on the, well, you're probably not going to see a band member at, at all. Um, but if you do, they're probably not going to be passed out on the field. <laughs> We're here to save lives. But one thing, you, dude, we got to win a season opener. You haven't won one since Pruitt's been here. Got to win one. You can't be 0-3. Got to win kind of hurt this year that you have to now go play South Carolina and you didn't get that Charlotte, which I know Georgia State was supposed to be easy too, but you're kind of really hoping to get that first one under your belt or first season opener under your belt with Charlotte. Now it's a little bit harder. But you still, I agree, you still got to go get it. You prove you can beat them, so you got to do it again on the road. Yep. And then uh, I do hate this. I don't hate it, but a noon game for your home opener. Dude, and what are we competing with? Like, why do we have to play a noon game? Why is there noon games? I don't know. EPL is still on. Don't play noon games. We're ranked opponent. We can't be playing on noon games. <laughs> Hopefully we'll still That's be ranked. That's what the crap teams get. <laughs> hopefully we'll still be ranked. Don't get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I'm not I'm not willing to say we'll be ranked. Um, but yeah, got a got a nooner game. It's weird playing I, Missouri during the day. I feel like weird. it's always at night. It's always a very cold night game. Yeah. Um so I guess we'll be playing them during the day. I guess we'll start tailgating at seven, eight AM. Um the go. mimosas will be bottomless. It's rolling. Um October third. Yep, we'll have, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know what food we'll maybe, oh, maybe somebody would make breakfast casserole. Or that blueberry cinnamon roll that we had the other day. That was beautiful. That Emily made yesterday morning, too. That was delicious. Oh, she made it? Mm-hmm. Dope. Slapped. As the kids would say, slapped. Dude, I ate so much of that. I felt terrible. I just loved, she walked, Landon walks over with a plate full of cinnamon roll. Nothing else. Yeah, I don't know. 
I came here for the cinnamon roll. I'm here for the cinnamon roll. It was awesome. I mean, I get it. I I understood it. I was not against it. It was just funny to see. Um, it was amazing. And then Arkansas seven thirty. I don't really now. I didn't even process that that wasn't the third game of the schedule. I don't <laughs> care anymore to even think about it. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, you. Why did they release that? I guess that they already had the CBS one. I don't know. <laughs> the heck out of me, man. I don't know. Dude. Uh, so dumb. Why would they? Yeah, whatever. I don't care. I guess yeah. you did it. Cool. Moving I guess on. maybe they got that figured out because the Halloween and then the seventh, like it's either they're off that week or they're off the next week. Maybe that has something to do with it. Gotcha. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of it. I I, I don't know why I do that, but I do. Um, the, good thing, the good thing is like, you don't have to right now, you don't have to travel and play a noon game. That's a plus. I mean, two, you did beat Alabama or Auburn on the road on a noon game. They say true. noon games are harder for the home team. Well, I feel like it's more difficult for us, like going to Missouri because like, it's basically like you're playing at 11 o'clock. Right. Auburn was that too, though. Auburn was, was. 11 a.m. That's true. I don't know. Apparently, we played I, amazing that game. We, we, and then we played amazing, or I guess amazing. I don't know. We, we played, won. We, yeah, we won. <laughs> we, we beat a ranked opponent. Um, then you beat Kentucky, but then you lose to Van. Oh, that team was so weird. I just don't understand that team. Yeah, it, it was definitely a very weird team. I yeah, they. That's the apparently the analytics say that the noon game is easier for the the away team. I would imagine it's got to be weird when you're not when you're in a hotel. For night games, I mean, you're you're gonna still wake up at nine a.m. You're not gonna sleep in until ten. You're gonna wake up at nine a.m. and then sit around all day. Yeah. <laughs> in your hotel, maybe go to lunch somewhere else. But I feel like it's got to be easier. If you look at the reverse side of that, it's got to be easier just to wake up at seven eight seven eight a.m. Get ready, eat, get dressed, out the door, go play football, go home. I feel like that's got to be a bit easier than sitting around a hotel all day. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Whereas like home. It's your home game. It's just a normal week regardless well, of Missouri, I don't know how ready they are to play that noon game because the week before they got Alabama. That, yeah, <laughs> I'm not scared of that noon game. I know that. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, they're going to be beat to crap. Because I'm, I'm sure Alabama wants to come out and prove something. You Without think. Tua? You think. I'm sure they just run Najee Harris 35 times up Missouri's butt and get a dub and, and move on. So is Najee Harris a junior or a senior? I think he's a senior. I thought he was a senior, too. Because we're shocked that he didn't leave this year, right? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. I just couldn't remember. Dude, that picture of him when he scores a touchdown kneeling and puts his hand in a guy's face and his hand is bigger than the dude's head is one of the most terrifying images. If he can play running back, Jalen Hurd could play running back in the oh, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he's like a Mark Henry. Or not Mark Henry. Who's Mark Henry? Isn't that like the sounds strongest like a, man? That sounds like a founding father. I think it's like the, a wrestler. I don't know. Derrick Henry. I know that's who he's Yeah, that's what he's like. That's what he seems like to me. Yeah, I bet. But that uh, that third week. He is an American powerlifter. Okay. Mark Henry, yeah. I think he was a wrestler, world's strongest man. He was a WWE wrestler. That's right. I don't know why I remember that, but whatever. Because you're a redneck. I am a redneck. NASCAR and WWE. Yeah, tailgates. <laughs> that's me. Uh, that's me to a T. 
Um, October 10th, so 10-10, you play Georgia, and that could be the, like the best matchup that week. We could get the 3-30 slot. Did they not announce that one yet? I know they announced I don't, it I don't think so. Because that was one of the ones they skipped over. I think the, the waiting to see what Tennessee is probably. I mean, the honestly. next matchup would be Texas A and M and Florida, but Texas A and M's probably going to be one and one because they play Texas. They play Alabama the week before. I hope so. They. If both teams are two and zero, oh, that's going to be a I don't know maybe a top twenty matchup. I hope they just do Texas A and M and SEC. You just don't feel good about playing three thirty. I just don't want to play on CBS. I feel like we always suck on CBS. Not sure. No, keep us on that. We're done with the. With the um, curses, yeah. We're, we're so they have those. They, so to the A and M Florida thing. They do have A and M in Alabama the week before. Getting over the humps and and breaking curses. That's what we're doing now. Yeah, uh, they have so far. We back in? Yeah, you're good. Okay. I'm not going to win another. Um, so Georgia plays – they play at they play Arkansas at four their first game and then Auburn um, at 7.30 at home the week before. So if they take care of business, I mean, they're probably going to be – they'll at least be four. Right. So that's going to that's gonna be a huge matchup. Um, and without Jamie Newman. Without Jamie Newman, which – Curious to see what happens. Like, was uh, JT Daniels the starter? Did he just feel like, and just Jamie Newman go to the NFL now? Or does he come back to Georgia next year? He's got to go to the That would be the only way. Even like, my question is, in his post, he didn't say like, go dogs or anything. What's the point of going? I thought that was weird. Why did he even, I feel like now just try to go to the NFL, right? Let's try to make a practice squad and at least get a year under your belt somehow. With the team. So, did you read what he said? Did he say anything about? The... I I didn't read it. I, I'm not I'm not aware of where he's at as far as that process goes. Other than I know he opted out. That's all I know. I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. Um, and and someone brought up a good point. Is JT Daniels ready to play yet, or are they starting a true freshman week one, Georgia? I don't know. That's gonna be interesting. Because I mean, he's been on campus for a couple weeks, but that's about it. And I haven't really heard anything about JT Daniels since he's been there. Right. Well, I just love how upset the Georgia fans are. And I was like, well, y'all had JT Daniels, and you said he was going to win the starting job anyways. Some of the Georgia fans have assumed Jamie Newman was going to be the guy the whole time. So credit to them, I guess. They're probably pissed off. But, yeah, I, I, it's a weird I, – I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand up now. Apparently, yeah, Justin's going to prepare for the upcoming NFL draft. Okay. What? What? so weird to me. Maybe he just thinks that at Georgia they can't develop him. I don't know. I don't understand it. Was Justin apparently Justin Fields was out of practice this weekend? He was out of out of practice or? at a Georgia practice this weekend. What? Is that true? Somebody said it. I don't know. That's really. weird. I don't know if they were joking or. That's super weird. Because I mean, watching now the NCAA has got to be like. 
Watching. Mean, not participating. Was the rumor. That he was at the practice watching. I mean, the NCAA's got to be like, I thought you, the whole thing with your appeal was... He could not, there's no way he transfers back to Georgia if he transfers anywhere. No. Because it was a... Uh, no, I'm, I'm not, I mean... Well, I thought you were going to say the, the appeal was that Georgia was a racist environment, Exactly. Yeah, 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 so, so you couldn't go back to Georgia. Well, that's but what I'm thinking, like, the NCAA's like, did we do, we did it wrong then. So apparently you feel his, like it's okay to go back. His sister is playing something there. Okay. Volleyball, softball, I don't know. Yeah. She's at Georgia playing something. Running track, basketball, I have no idea. So it's fine for her to be there, just not him. It's, very, it's a very confusing situation. Um, I kind of want it to happen, maybe after Tennessee, so we can just riot about the Cade Mays thing. Like, complete riot. Cade Mays Drive is going to be eligible. And, oh, it might be a day before the season, but he's going to be eligible. Okay. I like the confidence. The, the NCAA... Um, so Raheem Blackshear, who is a running back, wide receiver at Virginia Tech, um, transferred from Rutgers, okay. and he was denied, and then he won his appeal on Monday. I hope that doesn't have to do with the Big Ten canceling. Hope he doesn't get that scapegoat. Oh no! Well, it, it should tell you like it can't be done. Like you can lose your yeah. I mean, Rush yeah. lost like six appeals before he won one. Yeah, and I think Aubrey Solomon did too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, it definitely can be done. It definitely can be done. Um, let's let's move on to we're still talking football. Let's move on to Tennessee football specifically. What's going on, kind of around practice? We'll talk about the a couple of the coaches met with the media today. Um, we'll also talk about uh, that as well as we're going to talk about what's different for this team. What could make this team better, or maybe in your eyes worse if you're pessimistic like that. Um, but talk about some of the differences from 2019 to 2020. I think the first difference for me is looking at this team, you know, a year ago from Georgia State, is they just know, like, I feel like they learned how to win. It, I mean, it seems like. And it, it took the, the end of the season to do that, and but something clicks, they, they figured something out where they could go win ball games. Right. Um, I think that team before then, you look at the end of 2018, that loss of Vanderbilt was terrible. That was mm-hmm. one of the worst losses I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Um, and then, like, I feel like that team just didn't understand how to win football games. And, and it sounds so, like, cliche, but, like, if you don't know how to, like, handle yourself to win football games, you don't know how to prepare to win football games, you're not going to win very many football games. Oh, no, definitely not. Um, I, I, it seems like they it have. It doesn't always take talent because we had more talent than Vanderbilt, Georgia State, BYU. We had more yeah. talent than all those guys. It definitely seems the the last half of 2019 they, they learned to win. I think 2020 will be very telling of that because, like you said, there's gonna be some teams that if you don't beat them, it looks bad on your schedule and or bad on you. But there's also gonna be some tough roads ahead. You may lose the scenes that maybe you should have beaten, but it's not like a glaring talent difference or you know glaring difference of a top football team. Uh, you lose that one, but can you still go take care of business? So I think you'll really find out if they found out how to win in uh, 2019. Um, I wanted to start with kind of quarterback position. Okay. Uh, and I think the biggest difference in this team from 2019 to 2020 is competition. Yeah. Uh, it seems that JT Trout's gotten better. Um, it seems that uh, Harrison Bailey is going to kind of provide that uptick in competition. And, and then uh, T. Martin and uh, uh, Winky talked about today that, and we've talked about this the whole offseason, that JG just looks so much more comfortable. Everything looks a uh, second quicker now that he's comfortable in the offense. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a lot of guys that it's their second year under a coordinator. They're only Tom having a coordinator for two years. 
And that is going to provide a ton of consistency and allow hopefully this quarterback group as a whole and maybe someone steps out and um, shines in front of someone, but uh, allows this quarterback group as a whole to, to shine. Yeah, I, I, I have better competition at quarterback. I have it at offensive line, secondary. You just have so many guys with a ton of experience, whereas like quarterback last year, J.T. Shroud didn't have any experience. Brian Maurer didn't have any experience. J.G. was the only one on that roster that had any kind of experience. Um, this year, you got a whole lot of them. Right. With Brian Maurer, J.T. Shroud, they've actually played in college football games. Yeah. You know, they, they knew what they had to do to get better, and, you know, hopefully they, they've worked on that. And uh, you've seen a lot more praise from the coaches for the – not just J.G. to build his confidence, but everybody else. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, and then for the running back position, I'll just have consistency. I think there's going to be more consist- consistency there this year. I think you have two runners that you know are going to be very, very good. <coughs> it's about them being consistent. Um, but he, at least being able to go from one guy to the next should allow you to build consistency in the run game. I don't think that's just going to help this team a ton. Yeah, I think, um, you know, kind of that whole offense, just being able to run the football. Last year against Georgia State, you ran for 93 yards. Unacceptable. Against, against Georgia State. Yeah, that's – I mean, you can't compete like that in the SEC if you're going to only run for 93 yards on 31 carries. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The longest run we had was 31 yards, so that was on one play. A third of it was on one play. I think – was it JG? It was It was Tachi. Okay. I was thinking JG had a long run in that game for some reason. I'd, I'd be shocked if he did, but I was thinking – His longest run was 80 yards. Okay. Um, Yeah, just being – you're more consistent um, running the football – with your running backs, offensive line, it's going to help your whole entire offense. So, yeah, I think this team's going to be much better. Even Pruitt said it today. He likes where our offensive line is at, and they keep improving every single day. Yep, absolutely. Uh, looking at the wide receiver position, I think you lose experience, and that's going to hurt, especially because those two guys were your main playmakers on offense. Um, so that, that does hurt your team that you do lose that. Thankfully, you do get Josh Palmer. Uh, you keep Josh Palmer. And then you, you gain a ton of athleticism and speed. Um, so there's going to be a ton of guys there that can make up room. Will it, you know, will they be able to catch up to that kind of experience, that experience factor quick enough? Probably not, but they're going to be able to make plays. Uh, hopefully it's on a consistent basis. Yeah. Uh, T Martin mentioned today that the first thing he's like, that comes to mind when he thinks about this group of freshman wide receivers is speed. Yeah. Um, cause that's something you didn't have last year. Yeah. Marquez Calder ran a four or five. Um, but, I mean, we're talking about, like, world-class speed, like yeah. track guy speed um, with Holiday, Callaway, um, Hyatt. I think Malachi Wadman's pretty fast as well. That's just something you didn't have. Like, you didn't have a home run throw. You didn't have a guy that could take an 80, like a, a hitch and run 80 yards to the house. You yep. didn't have that. You've got a couple guys, too, this year that can exactly. do that. It'll be exciting. Um, well, the top off. Exactly. And then offensive line. I've got experience in depth. You just added, and, and I think you had a lot of that, especially at the end of the year last year. So it just kind of grows from there. Um, I think you, I think you had, a, you saw it too. Um, you had guys like Darnell Wright that weren't able necessarily to play all season or every snap of the, but it's not like you lost a ton of the offensive line. In fact, that offensive line got better throughout the year. So I, th- I think with the experience and depth there, and you mentioned competition that, that goes into depth, um, that that offensive line should be really, even without K May, should be a really really good offensive line. Yeah, more bodies, more experience. Um, I think that that does a lot, especially in the trenches in the SEC. Yep. Tight end. That's going to be a tough position this year. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is we didn't really utilize it last year. So no. 
Um, but but we did. It, it does make a difference in blocking and running the football. Um, so hopefully Austin Pope is back and at full health game one. Willie, I don't know. Yeah. And then T. Martin mentioned today how D-Beck was kind of been bouncing back and forth between that tight end and wide receiver room. Um, how often do you see D-Beck with a, a tight end? I would think a lot. I, I think, well, a lot's probably not the right word, especially if Austin Pope's back. But um, po- possibly more times than you see him a wide receiver. Yeah. I think you just need him there. I think you need that kind of athleticism and and, and size. He has more size than some of the guys that are in that room currently. Um, I, I'd got to think you utilize him. You get first off with how many, how much talent you have at the wide receiver position. If you're able to get all those guys on the field at the same time, do it. Yeah, I think with him, they're going to give him a shot at wide receiver. But I think with what you got, you know, if if you're really like, I just want to play. I mean, tight end is where, like, you could see the field immediately. You could be a day one starter if Austin Pope's not Yeah, there. and I, I don't know where he's at, like, physically, like, blocking and things like that, but he's definitely probably the most athletic one at all. And he could already. probably block just as well as the guys that are in the room, too. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's saying a lot, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what everybody else. Austin Pope did a great job blocking, so I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd put him. Sorry, yeah, it, outside a, of Austin Pope. Exactly. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, and then flipping over to the other side of the ball, uh, defensive line. I think it's kind of like offensive line, depth and experience. Unfortunately, you don't have just that really shine through it all playmaker. Um, you don't have an eraser. You, yeah, you don't. But you do have a lot of depth there. Uh, so hopefully you can you keep guys fresh, rotate. And maybe this year, because guys are getting comfortable. There's there's guys, two, some three-year guys uh, that, that may be getting comfortable in it now. And may this may be the year that they're able to go out and just make plays. Maybe. But you at least have the depth and experience. Yep, and they improved last year. You know, you, you just think if you improve that much last year, now you have more experience, more depth. I mean, this could be one of the better defensive lines in the SEC. You don't have an eraser, but I think as a committee, you know, you have a lot of you have a lot of what people want to have, and yep. that's depth and competition. I'm excited to see if Darrell Middleton makes the next step. I think he's a guy that seemed just kind of on the cusp last year. Um, he misses the first two games, right? It's the first, or the I can't first game. Can't remember. I forgot about his suspension. You're right, um, but I'm, I feel like he was just always close to making a play last year, making a, like the, a, a very important play. I'm curious to see if he can make make the play this year and, and take that next step. Um, and then linebackers, you, you do lose leadership. That's that's something you lose. Good news is you you've got a guy in Henry Toto that could probably step in, and then you do add depth. Yeah, I think last year you had you had bodies there um, until like Will Ignat and Shannon Reed um, left. And then after that, it was paper thin. You know, that, that time where Daniel Batuli got ejected and then right after he got back, Henry Toto got ejected. They didn't get to play together the Alabama game because – Yeah. Or Mississippi – not Mississippi State, South Carolina game. Mm-hmm. One or the other. So, Batuli got ejected. Did, did Batuli – It wasn't Batuli because Batuli was SEC – or he was like National Player of the Week. Against South Carolina? Yeah. So did he come back in the second half against South Carolina? Because I thought he got ejected. He was the goal on play at Alabama, was he not? And then Toto got ejected. The Mississippi State game came back second half of the Alabama game. Okay, I think. Yeah, that that sounds right. Batuli was the goal on play, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. And he only had to set out the first half though, because it was the first half of the Alabama game. Or was Toto the goal on? I don't remember. I'll have to go back. What a blur. <laughs> the uh, I did black out in anger 
during the Alabama game. Yeah, so for sure. I, I take back everything I said just because it was probably too mean regardless of what anybody did. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Uh, and then, say, or I just have secondary uh, because I kind of think it's all about the same. You had You have depth. You have a ton of depth. You have a ton of talent there. Not a ton of experience. Um, you do have you do have your starters who have a lot of experience. But outside of that, not not a whole lot. But you do. I think have, you do it corner. That, that's what I'm. Uh, that specific specific position I'm talking about. Safety. Those guys are brand new. Pretty well. They played last year, but they weren't the guys last year. Yeah. Uh, whereas you do have Bryce Thompson, Alante Taylor, who were the guys. They have the depth and experience, or they have the experience. And then there's a lot of talent behind them. It's just can they kind of come in and and be effective mm-hmm. like those guys are. Yeah, the corner you had Warren Burrell, who, who started last year because Bryce Thompson was suspended, so he has experience. Kenneth George, um, we've heard a lot of good things about him during this couple weeks of practice. Um, so he, he's got a ton of experience when Alante was in the doghouse. So apparently he's pushing for a starting job. Oh, wow. So we'll see. I don't know. That's that's going to be interesting. I, I, I think that's just more competition. Right. As like last year, I feel like there wasn't a ton. Um, this year, there, there's definitely a lot. There's definitely guys, you know, making the push to to get a starter job. Even though that Alante's had it for three years, like it's it's not safe. Right. Right. So I guess it's just you have to sell a half. Because Toto, sorry, I'm going back to this. Toto just missed. He was ejected in the fourth quarter of the game against South Carolina or against Mississippi State. And he had to sit out the first half against Alabama. Yeah, that's right. But Batuli was ejected in the second quarter of the game. Did he have to miss the first half? I can't find that. I don't know. Or did he just miss the second half of the Alabama game and that was it? I think that's right. Okay. So they just didn't play together at all in the Alabama game is yeah. what it was. Okay. And it was a thin position. And we had like J.J. Peterson. Yeah, I think they moved Crouch to inside. Happened again. And... Uh, J.J. Pearson took Crouch's position, I believe, right? Gotcha. Is that what it was? Something like that? J.J. Pearson played the second half, I know that. Yeah. And I guess a little bit of the first half, too. I think Salone Page played some, too. Also, let's talk about how bullcrap that play was. Because they didn't review it for targeting. They reviewed it for the spot. And then called targeting during the review. Yeah. That's so dumb. Horseshit is what that is. I also want to mention the returner. Because I think the return game is going to get a lot more consistent this year with Velas Jones. That's true. I didn't. I didn't think about that. So I, I think. I mean, I think you could still see guys back there. Bryce Thompson, um, especially in the in the either split and kick return in terms of two guys back there on kick return, or maybe just rolling different guys in on punt return. Um, but I think you're going to see a lot of Elish Jones back there. So you get consistency. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think you had a good punt returner, Marquez Callaway. Uh, I'd like to see more out of you know a guy just even if it's kicked in the end zone, maybe take it out every once in a while and just see. At least get your head up and see where the return team's at before you... Well, you can always catch it, wait a second, kneel. Stop. You don't have to kneel immediately. Right. So at least look up and see what you got. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't mind that. So I've got some... Do you have any more for, for that? No, I don't have any, any more. Uh, I think we hit all the positions. Uh, so I think I've kind of covered everything. So i got some I'm some done. quotes from today. First, I want to start with East Ponds. Um, yes. Because he spoke to the media today, and he basically said... You know, people asked him what his uh, goal was for the season. He wanted to be National Defensive Player of the Year and National Championship. I feel like he could have been that last year. What did his stats look like? Paired up, I wonder. Be close, close. Had to be. Um, and then he also mentions uh, Keon Johnson as a freak athlete. 
and sh- which is insane for a freak athlete to say about somebody else. Right? Yeah, like no one knows a freak athlete like a freak athlete. <laughs> right. So um, that makes me feel good about that with Keon Johnson. Like, right. I, I don't feel like that's just a coach blowing smoke up somebody's butt. Like he actually knows what a freak athlete looks like. Right. <laughs> um. And then uh, he mentioned that this team should be the one of the best defensive teams in the country. I think that's huge. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, last year we had to depend on that because we could not score the basketball. Yes, which we're going to have to – if we're going to be a really good team, I think we're going to be really – I think Eves Ponzi even mentioned it. Um, he believes we're going to be a very, very good defensive team. I think the question is how much can you score. Right. And then you had Pruitt uh, meet with the media yesterday after practice. Um, some of his comments, um, he was asked about the opt-out. He said it, he didn't know a whole lot about the opt-outs across the country. We just have one. Right now, so you just have one. Yeah. I mean, I, I think some might be debating. but uh, Nothing official. Yeah, right now it's just one. Um, and it, he mentioned the offensive line. Our offensive line improves every day. Yep. I think that's huge. Even, I mean... I think it'll only get better. Cade Mays is taking that uh, kind of rock off his back. Just let the man be. Let the man play. First off, he should. First off, it shouldn't even matter what the NCAA says now, since it's not a, the year shouldn't count against you. Yeah. So, and then I thought it was interesting. He mentions T. Hodge and Jabari Small of having um, being really steady as freshmen that they're going to play this year. I mean, Jabari Small is somebody who we haven't really talked about a whole lot. Right, no, we haven't. Just because, like, you have guys that are kind of his body type in front of him. Mm. Um, but, hey, well, I mean, if you're making plays, I don't care who you are. <laughs> no, no, don't care at all. I, I've i heard some really good things about T. Hodge, and then I just like him because he's a different type of back than what you already have. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's I think that probably gets him. I'm not saying he hasn't performed well, but I think that helps get him on the field. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, he, Jeremy Pruitt was asked um, – if Tennessee was playing for a true national championship. Uh, if we win it, hell yeah. If we lose, he it said, doesn't count. It's that simple. What do you say? He said, uh, absolutely. We can't control how many teams play. I like that. It's a good comment. It is. Sure. Control what you can control, Jeremy. Germ. Germ. Um, and then you have Chris Winky mentioned Harrison Bailey a little bit. So He looks you. good in that 15. He does look good. Um, he's, he said he's he's learned a new language. When you're not sure, you play a little bit slower. He needs to continue to learn. He can make all the throws, no doubt about it. Make all the throws. I believe that's true. I believe he can. Just From what we've seen. Just hyping it up a little bit. Yep. And then Shelton Felton, um, T. Martin, Chris Winkie met with the media today. Um, so Shelton Felton said, we haven't really dialed in on uh, one, two, and three, talking about the rotation. He said Roman Harrison is a force to be reckoned with. And that they're trying to hunt for a another Darrell Taylor, Daryl Taylor. Sorry, I always get them mixed up. Darrell, Daryl, same thing. Daryl Taylor, six one, half a dozen the other. <laughs> um, that I mean, I'd like a more consistent one if we're on the hunt. But yeah, I don't mind us having another Daryl Taylor. Yeah, I mean, and Roman Harrison being a force to be reckoned with. That that's somebody who I would love to see take the next step because he, he played some last year, um, but we mentioned he was a raw talent coming right. in um played a lot of nose guard in high school um so yeah super athletic so we'll see we'll see and then uh he mentions Kayvon bennett could be the best pass rushers in the conference once he's locked in i hope 
some hot you, You've wanted, I mean, you've wanted that, right? Like, you've spoken, like, about yeah, that I, specifically. You, I, I really liked how, how he played at the end of the season. So, um, you know, with Daryl Taylor gone, I feel like if he's able to kind of kick it in gear, be locked in, like he, he mentioned, that, that could be, he could be one. Absolutely. I love it. We need it. We need pass rushers. So I love. I feel like both of those are very. Both of those statements are very important. Yep. And then this is interesting. Just to, to T. Martin, he mentions the the wide receivers and um, and Jeremy Pruitt mentioned Latrell Bumpus and Matthew Butler. I, I wanted to throw those names out there too. Um, but he was talking about Caden and the game on Saturday, and he said he grades his um, kids' performance just like he grades his players' performance. Um, and he said Deion Sanders at the end of the game said, put down the football and play baseball. I don't think Deion meant anything rude by it, but it sounds yeah, terrible. Yeah, it sounds weird. Like, I'm sure that wasn't the whole conversation. Right. But if that was his only comment to Caden. He's like, hey, good game, weird. except hang up the cleats, kid. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> I mean, it'd be different if, I don't know how different it would be, if he was just like, hey, you should really think about just playing baseball. Even that, that sounds terrible. That's yeah, true. yeah. I don't, I don't know. Hopefully, it wasn't worded exactly like that. Right. But I don't. Know. But maybe T's like, I agree with, I agree with him. I, Even <laughs> T like, in the in the conference is just like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Oh wait, did T not know that he said that? No, no, he he did. He was just like, he made a face after he gotcha. mentioned what he said. Gotcha. Um. But I, I think it, it's not – I don't necessarily think he meant it like that. I think he was just saying probably the the danger of football, the longevity of football. Right. And, like, his skill level at, at baseball. I'm sure Deion Sanders knows how good he is at baseball. Um, so he's probably just maybe trying to look out for the kid, but maybe not say that. <laughs> right. Especially but, after you just beat him. If you're going to listen to anybody – that's true. I mean, if anybody knows about sports, Deion Sanders does. Yeah. Yep. Which you listen to him. I mean, the same debate was kind of going on with Kyler Murray too, and it's just like, do what you want to do. Play what you want to play. Yeah. If you're good, and I mean, yeah, you don't want to make the mistake of choosing the wrong sport, but if you believe in yourself and you're good at both, you're not going to make a wrong decision. Right. You play what you want to play more. Yeah. So if if you hated baseball but you're good at it. You're not going to get any satisfaction in, in being. Yeah. And how successful are you going to be if you don't even want to play? Right, unless you're terrible at football and you're really good at baseball. I'm going to be like, hey, just suck it up for 10 years. Exactly. Collect your check and get the hell out of there. That'd be that'd be different if that was the case. But obviously, Deion Sanders knows he's not bad at football right. either. Caden Martin will make money probably doing whatever he wants to do. Exactly. So. He'll be all right. Florida man. Florida man. I got a new one. I got a new picture. I'm picking on a new fan base here. I found a great one of a Miami Dolphins fan. Miami Dolphins. Yeah, Miami um, Dolphins. this guy's dressed up as a Trojan soldier, I guess. Mm. Which I don't know how that relates to Miami. Um, so I don't know what to say about it. That's that's it. It's have you seen it yet? No, it's Pop not it up. up yet. I gotta get that issue in my court. Yeah, yeah, we forget it every time. I'll I'll do it one day. Um, it's an interesting picture. He's even got like the arm shields on. Oh, but he's also I, oh, shirtless. Yeah. So if he was going to protect his forearms, it seems like he would protect his chest. Mm-hmm. You have what I would assume is an Elvis impersonator in the background. Um, is that 
He's kind of dressed like Wonder Woman. Was that Wonder Woman next to him? Oh, that might be, yeah. That, that. And I then, think it's actually her, like, arm shields. <laughs> is it her arm shields? And then, um, I don't know what that other guy is, other than ugly. Um, that looks like a uh, crackhead Johnny Bravo. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be Elvis, right? Oh, maybe it is. I think. Okay. Yeah. But Johnny Bravo, crackhead Elvis. Same. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then, the guy, I don't know what that guy is to the right, other than... Yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. It's interesting, man. I just thought I needed to share that picture. Yeah, that was a good, a good lead that's, in there. That's good stuff. So Miami Dolphins fan base, you're next. That's who I'm picking on next. So, see, so you, you want to go first? I can. Uh, mine's really not that. Cr- it's stupid. It's dumb. Yeah, mine's stupid too. But it's not like Florida man thinks he's thinks his you know comes all over us uh, child story. It's not that. Okay, kind of weird. That's, that's probably good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that was your story, though, not mine. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, not that I hated it. I loved it. I thought it was funny, but that's the pretty gross kind of humor we're going after here. Exactly. Um, so this this one's not that kind of humor, uh, but dumb. A Fort Myers man is facing 30 years in federal prison for using payroll protection funds to buy a 40 foot catamaran boat worth almost seven hundred thousand um, dollars. So he requested. $2 million in a uh, payroll protection, which was the coronavirus bill stuff. Mm-hmm. He requested $2 million on behalf of his company and then bought a – two days after he got the money, two days after he gets a check from the federal government, goes out and buys a 40-foot boat. Good for him. I mean, he didn't even try to hide it. Yeah, how long did that take for them to just come and get the boat? I, I mean, he's going to go to prison. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but they're definitely taking the boat, too. <laughs> I'm just like, you couldn't wait a month, two months, a year? You went out two days later and bought a boat. Uh, not even, like, a small little boat. Like, one that, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, you see Jeff's new boat? <laughs> that was burning a hole in him. He probably went the next day and bought it. He just put it in the water the two days later. <laughs> I was like, like, again, just how stupid can you be? Man. Hey, I, he knew what he wanted, though. He did. I mean, good lord. Credit he wasn't indecisive about that decision. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even speak to another salesman. Yeah. Just, I want that one. <laughs> yeah, no one could even do the sales pitch. He, he just knew exactly. He knew what yeah. he wanted. Right? They walked in. They're like, "Can I help you, sir?" He's like, "Nope." Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah? What are you gonna be paying for? Uh, cash. Cash. Yeah. Yeah. Trump bucks. <laughs> I got a check from the federal government that I'm just gonna cash in. How pissed are his employees if you had to lay off employees? <laughs> yeah. And they didn't even realize at first. They're like, you laid him off two days later. This man gets a boat. And they're like, you laid us off and bought a 40-foot catamaran. And you didn't invite me. <laughs> and, then, and, then you didn't, and then they find out later that he was supposed to use that money to pay him before he laid him off. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. He's a moron. We're talking about Florida, man. So. People are amazing. That's all I got to say. Um... So mine isn't as, I guess it's still it's really dumb, but I guess not as extreme as that. <laughs> um, so a Florida man accused of stealing over a thousand dollars worth of merchandise from Walmart was arrested um, after asking police to remove his mugshot from the department's Facebook page. So there was an investigation over this guy stealing. Well, they put up his picture on the Facebook page, mm. and he comments on it. It was just like, hey. It wasn't me. Remove my picture. I have a lawyer. 
and he wants he he wants to uh, to come after you. Interesting. I have the quote. Where so did this? Yeah. What, do you know this result? I'm kind of curious about this now. He says, "Um, first off, I have money, and it's all legit, and it's all accounted for. I do not need to steal and have, and I have a lawyer for situations like this." Especially everything me and my father have done for this area. Now I'd appreciate you removing my picture, nor was removing my picture, nor was in any part or connection. Um, he added his lawyer was hungry for a case of slander and defamation of character. So, uh, interesting. And this so, is a Florida man, right? Yeah, he, he comments this on Facebook. So, so I, I do know in Florida, you're like they're allowed to post like their mugshot and charges within like hours of it, whereas like most states, it's different. So the DeSoto County Sheriff's Office comes back, and um, let me see. They they said, Cody, thanks for the response. Our agency is glad you understand that we're looking for you. <laughs> If you would like to come on by the sheriff's office, we will be glad to remove your current photo and replace it with your booking photo. <laughs> so they call him Cody. It wasn't me, Pierce. Um, so then, after they after he is arrested, apparently he went down there and, and told him to take it off, and then they wow. arrested him. Yeah, so, I mean, that's usually what would happen there, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they arrested him, and then they're like, as promise we are now replacing cody's previous photo with his booking photo you want to see what old cody looks like which one's the updated one uh um, you know that that's before that's after he should have kept it before <laughs> that's all i know he should have kept it before that's oh, a rough look man rough look cody cody it wasn't me pierce <laughs> that's awesome so the nickname i gave him yeah that's fantastic uh you have any stupidities i do Cody Pierce. <laughs> Cody Pierce. Congratulations. You have won two awards tonight. Uh, my first one is um, Jacksonville. Released or waived. Sorry. Waived Leonard Fournette. Yeah, that's dumb. You're not even going to try to get something in for him? I mean, what? At least, I don't know. I'm just like... It, you waived the best thing about your... Organization? Yeah. Figure something out. I mean, I tweeted this, like, and somebody else tweeted it after me, but it, I didn't word it as good as they did, so it didn't blow up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, like, they actually are taking, like, the Texas, the Texans approach and just, like, getting rid of all their good players. Which is why the AFC sucks. That's true. <laughs> the AFC South. The AFC is, South, to be exact. I mean, it helps the Titans out. Like, helps the Titans out. Yeah. Should should do a lot for the Titans. So, I have one. So, uh, Bob Nightingale. He he's actually been on this because he was the one that. Um, that sound familiar. He was the one that said, like they only drafted a Cubs player because he's black. Mm. Or, wow. What a take. A Cub, the Cubs drafted this kid because he's black. Right, right. And he's actually from Chicago. But, yeah. Um, so, Bob Nightingale, he's a writer for the USA Today. Um, no surprise there. He said that and he's a writer for USA Today? Yeah. Holy crap. So, his tweet was, The hashtag Rangers telephoned Lance Lynn to tell him that he is staying put. Who uses telephoned as a verb? <laughs> it's like a... I, I tweeted, I was like, this it's is a vintage verb. It, it is. It is a very 90s verb. 
telephoned. Maybe early 2000s. When the cord was still connected. Yeah, excuse me, operator, can you connect me to Mr. Lynn? <laughs> actually, they actually called him from a payphone uh, on a road trip. Exactly, actually, yeah. Actually Dial nine first. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, any more stupidities? I feel like I don't. No, I don't. I got a lot of fails for, for Sunday. Mm, you'll have to tune in Sunday, then. Yeah. Just left you hanging. Landon just left you on a cliffhanger there. There you go. Sorry, guys. I mean, I don't, I don't know. What to do. I'm, the, I'm not the writer of the show. Uh, got some college football coming tomorrow. Tomorrow through through Saturday. I think there's th- three three games. Four what games about um, all of uh, Central Arkansas's players plus coaches and staff? So all 72 people that went, none of them tested positive. All of them came back negative. Good. It's big. Yeah, it is. For sure. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how that happens with like SEC football. What what going forward? Because there wasn't anybody at that game, which I, that shouldn't affect the players. But yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't anything else, guys. Make sure you send in your uh, favorite high school football plays this week. We will post them on Sunday. Landon's got some great fails for you. We'll be talking more Tennessee football, more college football. It's coming up. Twenty four days. Did you mention sending those high school highlights? I did. Make sure you do it. Do it. Do it. I, I didn't hear you say that. Sorry. No, you're um, good. Gooch. And I wore, I wore the recruiting <laughs> shirt. The recruiting yeah, shirt that got me. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, we'll take it. Um, Gucci's to the hill. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.